Remember the good old days watching ABC's TGIF lineup? We all looked so forward to that when we were growing up. Remember that? Let's go back in time, shall we? Here are the top 10 classic sitcoms that aired on ABC's Friday Night Block. At number 10, Family Matters. Number 9, Step by Step. Number 8, Full House. Number 7, Boy Meets World. At number 6, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. At number 5, Dinosaurs. 4, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. At number 3, Sister, Sister. At number two, my all-time favorite, Perfect Strangers. And at number one, for the top 10 classic sitcoms that aired on ABC's TGIF, just the 10 of us from 1988 to 1990. Didn't that feel awesome to go back in time there for a second? Makes you feel young again. And in this day and age, I really wish sometimes we could go back to the 1980s. I wish my kids could see those programs and not have to worry about dodging all the crap coming from Hollywood today. Another reason I wanted to open with that is to see how wild the world of entertainment has morphed just in the last three decades alone. You'll understand my concern in this episode, but know there are a ton of great solutions in this week's theme. We can kick the crap out of our house when it comes to raunchy pop culture and replace it with a great media diet. You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. Welcome to Spotlight, where we shine a light on this week's most pivotal issues. If you haven't guessed already, the theme of the week is positive entertainment. We are going to dissect the world of pop culture and give you a ton of great, clean, positive entertainment options for your kids. But first, I want to take a glimpse at today's pop culture so we can see exactly how our teens, tweens, and toddlers are being influenced. ABC News reported that teens spend an average of 7 hours and 22 minutes on their phones a day, and tweens, ages 8 to 12, are not far behind at 4 hours and 44 minutes daily, according to a new report by Common Sense Media a nonprofit that promotes safe technology and media for kids. This amount of screen time does not include time spent on schoolwork, according to the report. When figuring in activities such as reading books, listening to music, the numbers jumped to 9 hours and 49 minutes for teens. The report also found that online video viewing is through the roof, as more than twice as many young people are watching videos every day than in 2015. The percentage of teens who said they spend time watching online videos jumped from 34% to 69%. And the number of tweens who reported watching online videos rose from 24% to 56% in that same time frame. Now, I have stated for two full decades traveling around this globe that entertainment is by far the most influential medium for children. That's why I strongly believe we need to be diligent as parents on exactly what's coming into the home, what our kids are being influenced by, and what they believe as a result. Check out this short clip from ABC News on how much media consumption our kids are actually getting. Today's Tech Bites, a study about teens and how much time they spend in front of screens. The average teenager now spends more than seven hours per day looking at a screen, and that doesn't include homework. Researchers found the average amount of time that teens spend watching videos has roughly doubled in just the last four years. As you can see, our kids are consuming large amounts of entertainment. The last two decades, my mission has solely been traveling this globe to educate parents and teens about just how influential entertainment is and to make sure we think twice about what we allow in our minds. Matthew 18, 6 says this, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Proverbs 22, 6, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. 
Those are the top two verses that will go perfectly well with the information I'm about to present to you today. Now, here are the top three trending news stories of the week. At number one, we have Demi Lovato promotes satanic agenda. Nothing new there. Even look at the symbolism on her tattoos, on her hand, her demeanor, her dress, the jewelry she wears, all of it. We've been doing a lot of research the last two decades here at Counterculture Mom. At number two for trending news of the week, OnlyFans, everybody, OnlyFans. We've warned everybody through our Counterculture Mom app about a year ago to run from this app. The bummer is it now has reinstated porn on their website. Run from OnlyFans, people. Not good. Not good. Number three, only 9% of Gen Z reads scripture. This one breaks my heart. Even with all the craziness going on in the world, teenagers are becoming more confused and less likely to search for God. So we as parents must do our part to make sure that our kids will not depart from the truth. We must get scripture in their head as little ones just so they know exactly who their savior is and they will not depart from it as they get older. I decided to throw in a positive fourth trending news story just to counterbalance that mess. We've got the Bible Bells series teaches young girls biblical character. To get all this information and more, definitely check out our Counterculture Mom app. Click on premium to get all the dirt there and check out our Counterculture Mom Instagram page. That's one of the only surviving social media platforms we got left. Yay, we got one. Our YouTube channel went down about four days ago. Guess big tech censorship doesn't want to deal with us any longer. Spilling our guts about the truth about big tech, censoring all the truth tellers that are out there. So if you can't find our Counterculture Mom YouTube page, that is why. However... God just told me over the last week, don't worry about it. You guys need to be spending more time on larger platforms. And he has opened the door for that. We now have Beck TV that just jumped on board to be carrying the Counterculture Mom show on their platform throughout the state of North Dakota. So we're excited about that. We're done with big tech censorship and we're moving on to bigger and better people. I think you guys should do the same thing. Don't be distracted or discouraged if the enemy is trying to wipe you out on social media. Just find a bigger, better platform. God will open those doors for you. Don't stop. He got you prepared for such a time as this. We need all of us fighting hard for the sake of our kids and this country. Our only surviving social media page at the moment is our Instagram. And we don't plan on launching anything else again on the other platforms. Not worth our time. We got better, bigger places to go, people. But check out our Counterculture Mom Instagram page loaded with great content every single week. Episodes coming up on the Counterculture Mom show. Rallies we've been at. A lot of great info right here. Top pop culture news, scripture to keep you motivated. It is a win-win situation. You'll absolutely love our Counterculture Mom Instagram page. Check it out, people. Check it out. And that brings us to the top pop culture alert of the week. We've got Demi Lovato promotes satanic agenda. What next? Demi Lovato has over 115 million followers on Instagram alone. So you can imagine the influence she's got on kids. With that comes responsibility. Yet pop star Demi Lovato is swaying her young followers in the wrong direction. We've been warning people through our app and in my live Hollywood Exposed show for probably the last, well, since she pretty much first started her career. She recently posted on her Instagram stories the following, quote, be a slut, show your body, get naked, have all the safe, different consexual sex you want, be kinky, masturbate. Make, watch porn, make money, end quote. If you did that, you'd have a sexually transmitted disease. You'd be in prison right now or possibly dead. Demi Lovato, two thumbs down from Counterculture Mom. You were leading our kids astray, giving them a potential disease and getting them pregnant at 12 years old. No, thank you, Demi Lovato. We're going to continue to pray for you. But for right now, nobody should be following this chick as far as what we should do with our life and what path we should be on. We also included a video that goes a little more into detail about exactly what Demi Lovato is doing. Let's take a look. 
So, I mean, you can look at this in clear as day if you have any discernment, right? This is the Antichrist agenda. This is what the Bible talks about, uh, a strong delusion. This is the stuff that they're trying to push on your children, right? Now, some of you look at this and say, yo, this lady, she's a clown, she's crazy, whatever. But you got to realize that they're pushing this on young uh, children, whether it's through Little Nas X, this, the schools, the indoctrination. Right? It's not something to just, you know, brush off and just, oh, no big deal. Be aware, watch and pray and, and be involved, you know, uh, with, with your children. You know, oh, people say it's just entertainment. It's just music. It's just movies. It's no big deal. No, you got to guard your spirit and realize, like, if you see everything that's listed there, it's the complete opposite of what the Bible says. And that's what the spirit of the Antichrist does. It's everything just the opposite of what God declares and what he says in his word. And we see more and more and more. Not only are these Hollywood godless worldly people, okay, pushing this stuff, but also even in the church, a lot of this stuff is acceptable. And, and sometimes maybe they change the language, you know, oh, you know, God just, he accepts you as you are and we all fall short. And so we, we, we justify these kind of lifestyles like, oh, we're just all human and we're all flawed. And the Bible says in the last days that they'll have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof, that power that transforms you, convicts you, changes you, makes you want to turn away from sin. Wake up and pay attention. All right. They, they're preaching this stuff bold. They're preaching this stuff hard. So we got to be even bolder. We got the truth. We got the thing that is the difference between people going to heaven or hell. We got to stand up. We got to speak. If she can be so bold with this, why can't we be bold with the gospel? Something to think about. That was so well said by Marcus Rogers. You can find him on YouTube and you can click directly in our counterculture mom app. Click on that Demi Lovato alert. Go down to the video and watch it right there embedded in our app. And you can find more videos from Marcus Rogers. I love that guy. He's on fire. He has a half a million subscribers. He's definitely somebody that we recommend who is a truth teller. At the end of our alert, we have a problem and solution section. The problem is basically Demi Lovato is promoting sex workers, porn, and promiscuous behavior. That one's an easy one. The solution is, as parents, we should continue to monitor who our children and teens follow on social media. Social media can also include YouTube channels as well as influencers. Absolutely. We highly recommend getting subscribed to Smart Social and their VIP membership. Josh Ox is on our Counterculture Mom app. Under the Featured Educator section, you will love his info. He's a social media guru in our country. He knows all about social media, apps, everything. Now, if you've been desperately searching for positive entertainment for your kids, I can tell you right now, if you text the word guide to the number 55444, you will get a four-page PDF filled with positive entertainment options right in your inbox. One of our top affiliates is actually VidAngel. Now, let's say you want to watch a movie with your kids, but you know there's a three-minute scene coming up towards the end of the movie, and you just don't want your kids to see it. Well, there's a really crafty way that you can block that three-minute nasty scene through this sweet filtering service. If you click on the show notes below, you will have a chance to sign up for VidAngel for only $1 for the first month. It's absolutely a fantastic service. You can skip or mute what you don't want to see and hear with VidAngel. Or you can just go to vidangel.com and use the code TNET checkout so you get your first month for a buck. And that brings us to the main theme of today's show, positive entertainment. We're going to be covering the world of TV, movies, music, and video games. Now, by the time a child is five years old, most of their worldview is actually already formed. Is it based in truth, the word of God, or by Hollywood, a.k.a. Satan standards? 
It breaks my heart to know that these kids are watching Netflix series where it's filled with witchcraft and seances. And we wonder why kids right now are tapping into the world of Wicca instead of running to their local church. And the last topic I want to cover today in the world of entertainment is the vast array of video games. What's safe, what's not, and how can you tell the difference? Now, the Steam platform is the largest digital distribution platform for PC gaming, holding around 75% of the market share in 2013. By 2019, the service had over 34,000 games with over 95 million monthly active users. As you will learn from our guest, Cheryl, from Christ Centered Gamer, all of these 34,000 games are not rated because Steam is not a video game console. So know what your kids are being subjected to as far as content goes by tuning into our upcoming episode. If you're thinking today's video games are comparable to Donkey Kong, Paperboy, or Pac-Man, you are sadly mistaken. But just for the heck of it, I'm going to quickly go back in time here to show you just what the Donkey Kong video game entailed when we were kids. That was Donkey Kong. Going back 30, 40 years, you probably feel like you're a kid again. However, the world of video games has drastically changed just in the last three decades. In fact, Manhunt 2 has been labeled as possibly the most violent video game ever made and is infamous for being one of only four video games to have received an adults-only rating due to violence. Video games should not want to achieve the adults-only rating because that basically means no one should be playing it. Here's a short little YouTube clip of Manhunt 2. If you have any kids in the room right now, you definitely want them to be away from the screen. It is going to be graphic. I'm giving you a heads up warning right now. Just remember, Donkey Kong, no blood, no gore, no one's dying. There's no sex. You didn't feel like you're going to slit your wrist after playing that. Just imagine what the millions of kids are watching and thinking and marinating on after playing hour upon hour of these type of following games. And you wonder why our kids are killing each other, killing their parents, depressed, suicide rates skyrocketing, eating disorders. These video games are from the pit of hell. I am so angry when I see clips like this, knowing full well millions of kids right now while I'm recording this are playing these type of video games. Satan is having a heyday inside of our homes today in America because parents are either unaware or they don't care what their kids are actually playing and they think that violent video games will not affect their kids. Or you have parents that don't even know their kids are playing these graphic violent video games. It is this graphic. It is this violent. Many parents are freaking out when I do a live Hollywood Exposed presentation around this country. They come running up to me after I speak saying I had no clue. My son or daughter was playing these video games all night long. I had no idea this is the kind of content that were in those games. The video game rating system is a joke. 
You definitely want to tune into our segment today with Cheryl Gress as she talks about the video game rating system and how it's tanked over the last couple of decades. What they used to say was for mature audiences, they're now rating as if 10-year-old kids can play them. We have to be diligent as parents to know exactly what type of games our kids are playing. We are talking about countless hours of negative, vile entertainment that glamorizes murder, where you can run over cops and get more points, where you can go to strip clubs and do some pole dancing routines. And we have five, six, seven-year-old kids partaking in this activity. Can you imagine what this does to a kid's brain? In fact, why don't we do a little research on that? Here's a short little clip of how a child's brain is impacted while playing video games. Perhaps you've seen videos like this appear in your social media feeds lately. The concept is pretty simple. Parents prank their kids by unplugging the child's video game console in the middle of gameplay, and their reactions are viral gold. No one likes to be forced to stop having fun, but something different is happening here. If you were to take away a child's books or Legos, you're not likely to get a reaction like this. So what's going on here? Why are these meltdowns so dramatic? According to Dr. Milham, these reactions aren't necessarily because of an addiction to gaming. Instead, what we witness in these videos are children who are victims of their own biology. Being able to tolerate the feeling of frustration or that moment of sadness when you decide, I'm not going to continue doing this, that is, is crucial. One of the reasons the children in these videos find it so hard to control themselves is because they don't yet have a fully developed prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is a key component in the brain that's involved in helping us to control impulses and urges. When you have something like the video game being turned off suddenly, the child is faced with having to feel those negative emotions. Another factor is dopamine, which is often referred to as the brain's pleasure chemical because it's associated with feelings of euphoria, motivation, and concentration. Dopamine is a key component of regulating reward mechanisms in the brain. The stimulation we receive from playing a video game impacts the same pathways that are present when one is becoming intoxicated with a substance. So it's no surprise that many of the behaviors and reactions uh, that we see for a child who's struggling with having this sudden stop brought about in their video game playing has analogs to someone who is being asked to stop usage of a substance. Let's say a child is about to eat a piece of candy. The anticipation of eating that candy gives the child a spike of dopamine. Then their parent yanks that candy away from them. That action will cause a drop in dopamine, which will upset the child. Video game designers have gotten remarkably adept at keeping gamers entranced with a steady source of intermittent rewards. More rewards means a constant stream of dopamine released into the brain throughout gameplay. So when a parent pulls the plug on a child's video game, there's an even more powerful effect. If we're not seeing any problematic behaviors and it's just concern about the frequency, then I think we can work on just trying to bring the frequency down. For many households across the country, meltdowns over video games are a very real part of everyday life. Parents we have spoken with say they find themselves in a battle of wills with their children when they tell them to turn off a video game and do homework, eat dinner, or go to bed. Dr. Milham recommends implementing two basic rules. Number one, establish clear and consistent rules about the days and time of gameplay. Number two, enforce a transition period between gameplay and bedtime. 
All right. So I guess we have to do what we can as parents to make sure our kids don't become addicted to playing video games. I can learn a bunch of tips here while I'm watching this video. Now, there is light at the end of the tunnel, parents. If you get your kids off gaming or cut way back on the amount of time and the content being portrayed in video games, you have a chance to win your child back. This next video covers brain scans of three separate siblings. And you'll notice that there's a lack of brain activity in the one kid who happens to be a gamer. However, there is a simple solution to get your kid's brain back on track. Turn off now. Stop, mom. You're still playing. You I said I'm going to watch. I said I'm going to go play outside with Josh. I'm going to go play outside with Josh. That's Noah. You can see why his mom says gaming has more of a hold on him than on his brother and sister. These are the triplets' brain scans. Two are typical, but Noah's is not. Dr. Rosenberg highlighted areas in red he says represent brain activity involving memory, attention, and decision-making. Noah's is almost completely gray. But now look at Noah's brain after three weeks unplugged at summer camp. He's gone from being barely lit up to being highly. He's highly lit up, yeah. Hey, there you go. Get your kids off the tech gadgets and get them outside in some fresh air, sunshine, and it'll do wonders to get your kid's brain back. And that's a great way to roll into our three guests for this upcoming theme of the week. Here's our fantastic lineup for loading your home with positive media. We've got Bill Aho, the CEO of VidAngel, you will love his interview. He will talk about how simple it is to filter your TV and movies via VidAngel. They're fantastic. I've been promoting them for at least a decade, decade and a half. Two thumbs up from Counterculture Mom. Next, we have my new dear friend, Kevin McNeese. You will love his episode. He talks about filling your home with the hottest Christian hits. I tell you what, in the last 48 hours, I vacuumed my house faster. I even went out for a three-mile jog tonight. Because I love the music that Kevin gave us in this episode. I've been tuning into his playlist since we wrapped up the show. I know you will love everything he has to say in his episode, hands down. Sometimes I'm so sick of hearing the same 10 songs on Christian radio. And he totally gave me a whole new world of music. Last but not least, Cheryl Gress. She is a total crack up. She gives us a plethora of kid-friendly video games, and she talks about how she rates the current video games that are being released on the market. If you're wanting to know if you should purchase a video game or let your kids play a certain video game online, Cheryl will lead you in the right direction. And here's the Counterculture Mom Challenge for the week. Let's be diligent in watching what entertainment our kids are involved in. Just like quality food, pop culture is food for the brain. What are we putting in it? Cheetos or veggies? Violent sex and drugs or joy, innocent fun and laughter. Check out the helpful links surrounding this episode and share this program with everybody. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor, your company will be on multiple audio platforms, several large TV platforms. So go ahead and email us at show at counterculturemom.com and let's partner up to get this country back on track. Last but not least, if you'd like to donate to our cause, we are a nonprofit counterculture ministries, 501c3. We'd love to have you partner with us. You can text the word donate to the number 55444. And currently we have a donor matching dollar per dollar. Don't think you have to be an anchor donor, by the way. Even if you do five or 10 bucks a month, we would greatly appreciate it. If you're watching our episodes every week, it would greatly help us be able to continue doing what we do. And we'd love to have you be a part of our mission. You can also view our program from a multitude of television options. Just download the Counterculture Mom app, click on the CCM show tab, and choose the platform of choice. 
You know, we'll never be able to stop Hollywood from producing the garbage for our kids, but we can decide what comes through our front door. If you have to go back in time and buy some old TV shows that you loved as a kid on DVD, go ahead and do that. Or grab an old Nintendo system and plug it into the TV. Let's work together at creating a home environment that's even better than what we had as kids. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of Spotlight. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. You've been tuning into the Counterculture Mom Show. How about this week? I do a challenge with you. Let's go through our kids' bedrooms and see what kind of media we can get out of their rooms. And let's replace it with some clean, wholesome entertainment. If you got a great story you want to share with us on what happened this past week, go ahead and email us at show at counterculturemom.com and I'll share some of the stories right here on the Spotlight episode. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of Spotlight. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. You've been tuning into the Counterculture Mom Show. It's an honor raising counterculture kids with you.